Bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. It's Foodie Friday. I love Foodie Friday. I get so excited because I get to talk to fantastic people. And today I'm joined by the wonderful Laura Lee. We're talking about her book, The Laura Lee Balance Cookbook, 120 Plus Everyday Recipes for the Healthy Home Cook. Hey, Laura. Hi. So glad to be here. Oh, it's so nice to have you on. You know, Laura, when I read the introduction, I I so related to it to the point where some of it I thought, did I write that? Because you talked about... (laughs) looking at foods as good and bad and cheating and clean and you know it's really exhausting and I still get locked in that sometimes so this book is such a great reminder and it has so many fantastic recipes so how did you go from that mindset to where you are now yeah that's a great question I when I first really got into cooking I was living in New York and I was really anxious and depressed and at the time I think I was um, even when I first started not really using food for the right reasons, I think I was restricting and um, focused on calories and calories in versus calories out. And then when I discovered my culinary school, the Natural Gourmet Institute, and enrolled there, I had my eyes open to not only people from all over the country and all over the world, but um, philosophies all over the world, Eastern and Western. And I really learned from a, not only an experiential point of view, but from a objective scientific point of view that what works for one person really doesn't work for another. And I've had that in my own life. And so it just, I, I threw out the window all of those world, words like blame and right or wrong because it just doesn't work like that. Um, you know, and it is exhausting when you think about it in that way. So yeah, it was pretty incredible. It really is. I have to say, I've heard incredible, speaking of the word incredible, things about the Natural Gourmet Institute. Oh, it's magic. It's oh, so I want to go. So, <laughs> you should. Well, they now have some shorter, like, I don't even know how long they are, but some shorter courses if you wanted to do an intensive just for your own personal education. Really? Oh, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. have a master's in public health. I've been in the health field for 25 years. But I could always learn more. And luckily, because I've been doing health media for a long time, I always learn so much from people like you. You know, I want to jump in, as a matter of fact, you have in the book, the LL, Balanced Approach to Food. I'd love to go through that. You've got five things. The first one is focus on whole, fresh foods that make you feel great. And that is so important, right? And that's getting those damn calorie counting things. That's so like 2013. That's what my co-host, Naturally Savvy, Andre Donsky, always says. I love that. Yeah. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think if you, if that is the foundation, if you start with the foundation of whole foods, it's really hard to overdo it or underdo it because all of that natural fiber, you know, healthy fats and protein, when you make sure to kind of get that trifecta, and that is the, the triangle that I always recommend to people to make sure you're kind of hitting those highlights, it's really, it's hard not to listen to your body because what it does is it shuts off your hunger hormones and it balances your blood sugar. 
and your body is operating the way that it really should be and just makes life a lot easier. So, Oh, it's so true. You would have loved the meal I made last night. Okay. And I've got a 13 year old daughter and she eats, you know, a lot of whole foods. I do give her some, you know, I shouldn't say junk, but you know, a cookie with five ingredients versus 25. But again, it's about balance, right? But I made this great meal and I have to say, I I love avohas, avocado oil. If you haven't tried it, it's organic. It's green, meaning it is like green color. It's got garlic. There's infused with garlic infused with chili there's regular it's like the real deal really good stuff avohas.com a-v-o-h-a-s-s.com so i took the a little bit of avohas i took some um organic grass-fed skirt steak i sauteed it up in that uh, i had a yam we had uh what did i have oh i had broccoli so we had good fat from the avocado oil then we had the protein the grass-fed meat uh, organic and then we had the yam right with the carb and then we had the vegetable with the broccoli oh and i sauteed mushrooms in the avohas avocado oil the ch- the garlic because we're garlic fanatics and she like licked her plate practically i mean it was, oh, my yeah <laughs> i want that yeah really really good stuff right so that's number one number two is i love this Ditch any preconceived idea of what you should eat and listen to your body. It is your best wellness guru. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I always joke, I would be out of a job if people actually did this. Yeah. And I would like <laughs> I would like for people to put me out of my job. But I would say easily, I don't know, 90% of the questions that I get would be eliminated if people were really checked into their body. Because it is, and I understand, it is so easy Especially if this isn't your, you know, you don't have a lot of free time or if this isn't your jam and your, your primary job, it's so easy to be swayed by all the information that's out there and to want to listen to it. And, um, you know, so when the documentary that just came out, you know, What the Health, that came out and I just received countless messages of sheer panic from my readers wanting to go vegan because of this uh. documentary. And... You know, I find that alarming. One, one, I'm frustrated that that the documentary uses this sort of fear-mongering approach that I don't really believe in or um, understand why it's necessary. But also, I think that it was more alarming that that just by hearing and seeing other people's opinions, people were that willing to ditch what may already what may be working for them. And when I say working for them, they may feel great. They may have, you know, fantastic energy and sleep and clear skin and all of these biomarkers of health. And because someone made a, a movie about it, they're they're just, you know, really up in arms and about to dramatically change their way of life. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because I tend to do better. And I know everyone's heard this, but I tend to do better on a paleo, kind of the meal I had last night, whereas my yeah. husband can eat whole grains and feel great. I don't. If I eat brown rice, I'm going to fall asleep and I'm going to have a food hangover. And, you know, so for me, I, I, it's so much better when I can do like, that's why I would never go vegan. For me, it just wouldn't work. There'd be way too many grains and people, oh, we'll just eat nuts. Well, I'm sensitive to nuts. So going raw, even that raw vegan, forget about it. I would just, I would whittle away. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Wither away. You know, I don't ever wish anything unpleasant on anyone, but I do sometimes find that the healthiest people are the ones who've had some kind of intolerance because it has helped them tune into their bodies. And so, I mean, I likewise, I I actually, like your husband, do quite well on a pretty complex carbohydrate diet and with less um, animal protein. 
and that really works for me. But what I what I do need is dairy, which a lot of people have a really hard time with. But my digestive system doesn't do well without some like grass fed yogurt or kefir um, in it. And I've also had my omega fatty acids tested, and my omega fatty acids are really really low naturally. Well, not naturally. I, they were really low because I wasn't eating enough wild caught fish and animal sources of omega threes because. Um, I, my body doesn't make the conversion from plant-based omega-3s like walnuts and chia seeds, oh. those kinds of sources, to the usable form. So for me, I could never go vegan without a supplement for omega fatty acids because my body just won't make that conversion. And so, you know, I, I, along those lines, I do recommend that people dedicate and invest some time and money into working with, you know, a holistic nutritionist or a functional medicine doctor who can do this kind of testing with you because it's really the best way to know what's really going on. Oh, it really is. You know, I'm a big fan of rotation diets as well. When I was about 25, I started realizing, like, if I ate almonds or corn, I would literally feel like I swallowed a razor blade. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm not sick. And really bummed me out because that's, like, my favorite things. But now I'm at the point, like, I can eat – I got this great popcorn. I'm a huge avocado oil fan I, that's cooked in avocado oil. And I'll have that maybe once a week and I'll feel fine. Now, if I was going to eat that every day, I'd feel crappy, right? So it's sort of like you take things out for a while and then you slowly add them back in. You see what you react to. But then over time, sometimes if it's not a true allergy, you're able to slowly add them back in. Just like with almonds. Like, I can eat almonds once a week. But if I eat them every day, I would be on the ground instead of having this lovely conversation because yes. I'd fall over. <laughs> Yeah, totally, absolutely. Yeah. I think rotation is key and yeah. being and um yeah, 100% that makes a huge impact on your immune system. So, you know, I want to uh, there's a few more of this uh, LL balanced approach. I want to make sure we have time to talk about your fantastic recipes. So, the next one is indulge in moderation and occasionally and occasionally not in moderation. I love that. Have fun and don't take yourself or your food too seriously. Enjoy food and relax atmosphere in the company of dear ones. And the last one is above all, practice self-love and patience in the kitchen. It will translate to the rest of your life. That is so cool. I want to jump into some of these recipes. I mean, I'm, I made some. I'm going to talk about some of the ones that, uh, that I want to make. Uh, you've got this wonderful looking, I want to make this for my daughter, this 10-minute whipped banana almond porridge. Uh, that looks really, really good. It's really yummy. I had so much fun with that because I love oatmeal, but it gets really boring. I do really crave it in the winter. So I started um, coming up with different methods to make it just kind of a fun, extra creamy texture and found several things that make a huge impact and also help with the nutrition. So whipping the bananas in adds flavor and then adding in a little bit of healthy fat also really helps with the creaminess and keeps it very satiating and satisfying so and it's super easy yeah exactly you know on the page before that and this is like all about me chocolate chia avocado pudding i mean just this recipe not everything oh yeah uh, <laughs> now i have a question you've got almond butter or peanut butter or sunflower seed butter a quarter cup is there a, is there a way to leave that out or would it mess up the texture or is there something more you could add you could leave it out. It would still be really nice and creamy. I wouldn't worry about it. You could definitely leave it out. Um, but you could, you know, you could probably also play around with coconut butter or tahini um, or um, what was I going to, not tahini, what was I thinking of? Um, Shoot, what was I going to say? I don't butter. Remember. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, any, any nut butter. Any, any nut, nut butter. butter play around with it but you can also substitute it and also for that recipe and with a lot of my recipes 
you can adjust the sweetness as well. So if you're somebody who likes things to be less sweet, start with that. Start with, you know, um, three tablespoons or a quarter cup and then add it to taste. I tested each recipe at least three times. And I was coming from the perspective of someone who's not used to eating healthy food on the regular. So um, everything is very customizable in that way. Oh, that's great. Now, what I did make, and I was so happy to see, is grilled sweet potato avocado toast because I don't do well with the toast. Even with, like, once in a while, I'll get, like, the Ezekiel or the sprouted. But even then, I'm just so damn sensitive. This was really yummy because I love eggs. I, as we all know, I love avocado. And that was really tasty. Um, That makes me so happy. I was going to say that recipe is right up your alley. And yeah. it's really, really, really versatile, too. You can use the sweet potato toast kind of however you want to. And another little pro tip is I've actually done it now when I haven't had a grill in the toaster. So you can actually toast the slices um, if you want to do that and don't even want to deal with grilling it. So mm. a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. that is nice. Now, one on my to-do list is also in the breakfast category, Mexican spaghetti squash breakfast casserole. I have been having a love affair with spaghetti squash. Don't tell my husband. No. I mean, like, really, like, I've been putting everything on it, and it's so yummy, and this looks phenomenal. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And it's, I think the spaghetti squash and the quinoa recipe, basic quinoa, are the only two recipes in the whole book that I don't have a picture for because that was really important to me. But I figured that was something people could probably imagine. But if you're somebody who is looking to you know, really help balance your blood sugar and keep your hormones balanced and um, cut off some of those hunger hormones that we all struggle with. And, you know, you're more like you where grains tend to be a struggle. Then spaghetti squash is an amazing option. You could do anything that you would do with normal noodles. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Oh, you know what I've been doing, which I got from uh, Liz Wise. If you go to um, Talk Healthy Today on either Radio MD or iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, we're all over the place. Look, first show I did with Liz Wise, she has this great taco bowl recipe. But instead of putting it on a tortilla or in a tostada bowl or, or, or corn you know, stuff, you put it on the spaghetti squash. Oh, my gosh. It's so yummy. I love that. It's such a great way to go. Oh, my God. Sounds dreamy. It is. Speaking of dreamy, okay, so one of my favorite things in life, which I probably haven't had in like 25 years or more, is uh, coffee cake. Like, that's just not even uh, something that I would occur to me because I'd just be like, ugh, it's all processed and junk. Well, you've got an apple cinnamon coffee cake. Now, that's where I would say, okay, I'm eating almonds this week because I am making this <laughs> with the almond uh, flour. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, yeah, so that's a lot of fun. I mean, I have a sweet tooth, and mm. that is something... Okay, so actually, me let me too. backtrack. I oh, sure. People, I really believe that people tend to be either moderators or abstainers. And I'm a huge fan of Gretchen Rubin, and she talks about oh, this yes. a lot. But I do find that people tend to be one or the other. And I'm a moderator, which means that I really don't do well. If you say you can never have something, I'm going to go have it. But if I know I can have, you know, one square of something, then I'm and I'm happy to do that. So I do have a little bit of you know, dark chocolate almost every day. And that really works for me. So the coffee cake is a perfect example of that as well, where, you know, I make it and I can really enjoy a piece, not every day, but for holiday breakfast or, you know, when the weather is starting to get cool. And I wanted to make one that I actually, you know, that has fiber and has protein in it. And when I'm finished eating it, I don't feel, you know, completely sluggish. So it's, it's, a, it's really, and, and I will say too, you know, I don't, when I'm making a baked good, I don't skimp on 
the sweetness. I may use a natural sweetener like coconut, and sure. I but I'm going to skimp on the sweetener and the healthy fat because to me there's no point in having it if it just tastes like a healthy version of whatever it is. I want it to taste just as good, if not better, you know? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that philosophy. You know, I want to jump into lunch and dinner. You've got red meat, poultry, seafood, and veggie. And it's funny because uh, I'm a huge taco fanatic. So even though I mentioned the spaghetti squash, you know, with the taco bowl, I, I do love myself some corn tortillas. And again, as long as I don't overdo it. So I made your uh, the best 15-minute taco meat. And let me tell you, that was great. It's hard to find a good packaged stuff that doesn't have a bunch of crap in it. So that was so tasty. Oh, my gosh. You got paprika, chili powder, onion powder, garlic powder, cumin, dried oregano, sea salt. And the coconut sugar was interesting. I like that. It's, just not, it's not sweet, but it does give it a nice little extra something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I really like to play with that balance of sweet and savory. Mm. And I think sometimes we get so afraid of sweetener that we don't employ some of these basic techniques when it comes to creating really interesting flavors. I mean, that's one of the reasons why foods, um, especially Asian-inspired foods, are so delicious is because they do add just a little bit of that. You can always leave it out if you want to, but I do think when you're talking, especially on a per-serving basis, it's really a very reasonable amount. So, um, yeah, I love that. I make that for my husband all the time, just mm. a huge stack of it, and you can make it with different, you can, you know, use turkey or whatever you want to use. It was so good that I was like, "Hun, how many tacos do you want? He like tasted one. He's like, I want seven. I'm like, your father's over. We've got my daughter. He's going to kill me because he's not the type. I'm the one that like if I like something, I have trouble controlling myself. He's like, oh, I'll just have two. But that was so good. Uh, Another one that really caught my eye that I haven't made yet is the quinoa lentil pizza crust. Two ways with 10-minute New York chunky pizza sauce. Wow. Talk to us about that crust. Oh, my gosh. I am I have to say that's probably one of my favorite in the book because I couldn't even believe it. I had, so what happened is I made um, my lentil pancakes, which are in the breakfast recipe, mm. in the breakfast recipe, and they're pumpkin spice lentil pancakes, and those were such a success. I couldn't believe how well lentils turn into uh, almost bread-like consistency when they are cooked up. And so I thought, well, you know, I want to do a healthier pizza crust, and kind of over the whole cauliflower pizza crust thing. And so... I blended it with quinoa because I wanted something with a little more sustenance. And it's so funny because I make it in a lot of my cooking classes. And it smells like soap. And it's this horrible pink color when you first spread it onto the <laughs> It's so unpleasant. And then it magically bakes up into this really lovely crust that has a very neutral flavor. It's a great ve- vehicle for whatever topping. And because it's so high in protein and fiber, you really can't overeat it. Um, mm. It's really hard to overeat it. It's very satisfying. It's great for your digestion. So that's definitely one of my husband's and my favorite things to have together. Oh, that looks really good. Everything here is amazing. I can't believe we have like six minutes left. I want to talk to you all day. I want to jump. (laughs) It goes so fast. I want to talk to you about the poultry. Okay, so you've got a slow cooker Indian butter chicken. That looks amazing. You've got these coconut crusted baked chicken tenders. That looks so good because I don't buy that junky stuff for my daughter. And I'm thinking, well, she'd probably like a chicken tender. So maybe I should try to make that. You've also got a perfectly marinated chicken breast. I have to be honest. I tend to just go to Whole Foods and buy rotisserie chicken. And I'm like, you know, I really should just make some darn chicken. So you've inspired me. (laughs) Well, look, I am not opposed to the the rotisserie chicken. I definitely do that too, for sure. But um, it is nice to be able to, especially if you have local farms or something, you can support someone that's doing something local. And I'm all about the big batch 
cooking because my husband and I, we sort of eat the same, but when it comes to protein, we eat pretty differently. He's a big meat eater and he eats a lot of it and that's totally great. But it does mean that I'm usually making a couple big batches. So that's something I can make a ton of it and I can keep them in the freezer for a while. And really most of my recipes freeze really well. So that was something too. I mean, I'm not a fancy cook. I'm not a fancy chef by any means. I'm not even that. I mean, I'm a good cook. I'm not a great chef in the classical sense. But what I think I am good at is figuring out what people really want to eat and offering um, uh, something that's tasty and it is nutritious and it's very um, easy to implement in your daily life. So almost everything in the book can be you know, thrown in the freezer and eaten later on in the next few months. Oh, sounds so good. You know, we're right back to tacos. Now, this was interesting. I, I haven't made these yet, but I know. See, I'm obsessed with corn. Teriyaki fish tacos with avocado crema. Teriyaki. Now, that threw me. I'm like, really? That's so interesting because, you know, you don't think of that. So talk to us about that, that flavor profile with the, with, the, uh, with the corn and everything and the avocado crema. Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, I don't really know why that sounded so good to me. I made the teriyaki. <laughs> yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Um, it's funny when I think back on the cookbook process, I sort of feel like I blacked out because it was just such <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Um, I just have flashbacks of standing on my food photography table covered in food and sweat and probably blood from falling off the table. And, um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was interesting, but, but yeah, so, so I did a lot of mix and matching because I would have leftovers of whatever it is. So I made a bunch of the teriyaki sauce for my crockpot teriyaki meatballs, which is an appetizer that I highly suggest if you haven't given it a try. It's also very big batch cooking um, and really, really easy. So I took the leftover teriyaki sauce and looked in my freezer, and I had some wild cod frozen fillets from Trader Joe's, and I thought, why not? Why not just throw it together? And it worked so well that it became a cookbook recipe. So it's actually a really fun flavor. And I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because one of the things I always tell my readers is it's so much more important to me that you guys or they are making their own food for their families and focusing on progress rather than perfection. So if you would rather go and buy the Trader Joe's soyaki sauce and that's, you know, not a, quote, perfectly healthy product, but you're actually going to go and make your family dinner, I would prefer that over feeling stressed out about it and not wanting to make the homemade sauce and therefore not making it all together, you know, making it at all. Oh, definitely. I think that makes so much sense. You know, there's another thing I want to make. Refried back black bean enchiladas with sweet potato oh cheese God. sauce, and that uses the raw cashews. And then you've got the best soft bake chocolate chip cookies. I'm such a huge fan of um, almond flour chocolate chip cookies. You know what? It's funny. Oh. My daughter actually, and yes, I've mentioned this before, people listening, but for, for new listeners, we just take uh, the almond flour and uh, some chocolate chips and coconut oil or grass-fed butter and just put a little bit of coconut sugar, mix it around, and she calls it cookie dough. And one morning she's like, can I have cookie dough for breakfast? And my husband's like, what are you giving her? And I'm like, hon, it's healthier than a bowl of cereal, you know? <laughs> That's amazing. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's just like, it's just these small little tweaks that add up over time. And, you know, our bodies are so strong, especially for your daughter. I mean... You know, it does. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be textbook to be keeping her healthy and you know thriving and enjoying life. So I think I think that's awesome. I mean, whenever I make a baked good, whether it's 
a cookie or whatever it is, I almost always have it for breakfast the next day, you know, maybe oh, not yeah. every that week, but I'll enjoy it. I look forward to it and I'm not worried about it. You oh, know, you are fantastic. I tell you, Laura, I could talk. <laughs> you're coming back. Cause I just adore you. And this has been I so guess. much fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like we're cosmic sisters. Right? Okay. So you're talking about all the places people read you and check you out. So give us all the deets on the uh, social media. I don't think I've ever said deets before. <laughs> I like uh, it. <laughs> oh, we're just, we're going there. We're yes. going there. Um, <laughs> so my social media, my website is llbalance.com. And my Instagram, which is really where I'm most active, is at Laura Lee Balance. And the spelling is L-E-A for the Lee, which is different. So at Laura Lee Balance. And that's really, you know, I do have the Twitter and the Facebook, but I'll be honest, it's really best to reach me either through the contact page on my website or through my Instagram through a DM. So, Awesome. Oh, this has been so much fun. I want to thank everyone. I want to thank, again, Avo Haas Avocado Oil. If you haven't tried it, Laura, I know you'd like it because, like I said, it's the real deal. It's not refined. It's green. It's it's delicious. I use it on everything. Again, check them out at avohaas.com. And I don't know if people know, but this show is brought to you by the folks also uh, at A-Media. They're the creators. They do Clean Eating Magazine, Vegetarian Times, Better Nutrition. As a matter of fact, betternutrition.com. Go there. They have a great 90-day program right now running June through August to help you kick sugar cravings, get better sleep, reduce your stress, and more. It's called Go Natural in 90. So check it out. In the meantime, check us out, Talk Healthy Today, on Facebook at Talk Healthy Today Podcast, Instagram at Talk underscore Healthy underscore Today, and Twitter and Snapchat at Talk Healthy, the number two day. Thanks so much. Get Laura's book and stay well.